It's interesting. The headline is chocolate in marijuana brownies can throw off potency tests. You got to be kidding. We're not far away from edibles becoming legal here in Canada. And when they do become legal, you better believe a lot of people are going to be stepping up to uh, purchase their favorite snacks. And there are chocoholics that also want a bit of a buzz. Now, what's the problem with chocolate and marijuana? Seems like it's a perfect mix for some. David Dawson is a chemist and lead researcher at CW Analytical Laboratories in Oakland, California, where we reached him. And they are currently testing marijuana. And apparently there is a bit of a uh, chocolate issue when it comes to marijuana. Welcome to the show, David. Good to have you on. Hi, thanks for having me, Kelly. Thanks for being here. So currently you're uh, trying to... Uh, figure out how chocolate and marijuana mix, but there seems to be a bit of a stumbling block, and that is that something about chocolate seems to interfere with the potency testing, and you need accuracy because people want to know how high they're going to get from the uh, THC in the marijuana, so do tell. Yes, absolutely. So in our role as a third-party testing lab, we have to provide those precise and accurate Uh, testing methods on the huge range of cannabis-infused products we get on a day-to-day basis. You know, obviously, it's not just the flour and concentrates, but it's also going to be edibles and topicals, um, a whole range of cannabis tea bags, toothpicks. There's a huge amount of products out there. Toothpicks? So, toothpicks, yeah. So, So I can pick my teeth and get a bit of a buzz after dinner? I would assume so. They came through the lab. We don't actually know uh, how we're supposed to use them. (laughs) That is Um, interesting. So, yeah. So we decided to kind of focus um, on a, you know, fairly ubiquitous um, food type to start the research, which Mm -hmm. is cannabis-infused chocolate. Um, And we found that there is variation based on, there's variation in the calculated potency. So that would be what the... uh, the label claim is on the chocolate that you see when you're on the shelves, so like 100 milligrams, that there is variation in that label claim depending on how much chocolate we are actually testing in the vial in the lab. That's really interesting because I remember when things became uh, first became legal in Colorado because you guys kind of beat us to it. Now we're legal mm-hmm. all over Canada, uh, the use of marijuana. But I remember people saying that the THC levels, there were some issues with it when it came to, to chocolate bars. Um, so this is kind of in keeping with that. So what is the, how, mm-hmm. why is chocolate problematic? Yeah, so... That is actually figuring out why the chocolate is problematic is a subject of ongoing research. Um, I have some hunches. Yeah, what are your um, so hunches? Chocolate, yeah, so chocolate is a very surprisingly complex food matrix. So matrix is the term we use for kind of like uh, the canvas, if you would, that the cannabinoids are suspended in. It's mm-hmm. kind of just the background. Um, so for chocolate, there's all of the small organic molecules that are in the actual chocolate flavoring that come from the cocoa bean extract. Uh, There's a lot of fats. Obviously, that's the reason chocolate is so creamy and delicious, all of the fats added to it. Um, There's sugars added. If it's a milk chocolate, then there's also like dairy fats and everything in there. So it actually is, you know, a very complex soup of molecules that we are trying to target and extract Uh, just the cannabinoids for analysis, and it seems that some of those compounds are trapping the 
uh, cannabinoids that we are trying to test, and that is making it more difficult for us. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, are we talking about, you get a product, because you were talking about the toothpicks, Get you get products mm-hmm. sent to your lab, and you're to uh, test the, the THC levels and see if they're on the up and up and if they're accurate. Is that correct? Am I starting in the right place? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we test a lot of other things, but yes. All right, so you're testing that with with uh, let's just take the the chocolate bar uh, for example. Yeah. So it's a it's a marijuana cannabis infused chocolate bar, and it says the amount of THC that's in it. But when you're testing it, are you coming up with a higher level of THC or a lower level of THC in your tests? Yes. So if a chocolate bar were to come in and it's you know actually 95, this phenomena would maybe make it a few milligrams lower. So what might be a 95 milligram could come out at a 91 milligram uh, response. So that isn't a lot. And definitely this phenomena is not a, does not indicate a public health crisis. Mm. You're not going to be dramatically overdosing yourself to the point of which, um, Potential customers would have to be afraid of this type of product. But in the state of California, for uh, the producers, the cannabis producers, uh, to get a pass on their label claim, they have to fall within a certain 10% range of whatever they think it is. So this phenomenon could cause them to fail a label claim by failing low because there's a, like, slight signal suppression effect. Right, so, so the chocolate bar might be slightly stronger, but it could read a little lower. So but you it's not going to be enough to drive you to the hospital. So do you have to rework your tests so that you can find a way to stop the uh, fat in the chocolate from kind of hiding the, the yes. re- real um, amount of THC? Yeah, so that is... So my research has uh, thankfully given us a way to... Uh, abate this issue. Um, And we are, of course, looking now to kind of see if this is a more general phenomena. You know, you could imagine if this was a issue with, um, you know, if the sugars were interfering, Mm -hmm. uh, cannabis chocolate is not the only cannabis product with sugar in it. Uh, Ditto if it's the fats. Um, So this might actually be some phenomena that is that is a broader effect um, to a wider swath of products than just the chocolate bars that I tested. Chemistry has a growing role in the marijuana industry. It's it's obvious. So you said you're testing not only chocolate bars, but you're testing toothpicks. What else are you working on? Um, yes. Yeah, so I am um, working. A lot of my job also is working directly with our clients because they are now realizing that it is a different game and Mm -hmm. that they really do need to uh, look at their products, look at how it's testing, and really look at it with kind of the uh, rigorous analytical scientific viewpoint that obviously was not necessarily there during uh, the Prohibition days. When you first first started, you know, studying chemistry, did it ever Mm -hmm. occur to you that you'd be working with marijuana in a lab? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was, I mean, even halfway through grad school expecting to go into academia, go into the pharmaceutical industry, and probably be none too happy with it. But isn't this like an incredible opportunity for you? Because this sky's the limit. Yes, this this is, it it really is. And it, it feels like 
the industry has changed 10 times over since I joined. I joined the week before California's uh, laws uh, were released for us. So I started just in the days of prohibition and have kind of seen it grow. So it feels like it's been, you know, 10 years worth of time in two. And we are still in the early days. Like this is still very much we're understanding these things. You know, this there are no... Uh, unified standards for testing of how we're supposed to go about these things. We are basically building it from the ground up, and it is it it is very exciting. There's a ton of room for scientists in the cannabis industry. You're part of a new frontier. Yeah, I like I like to think that it's trippy. <laughs> David, I appreciate yeah. your time, and I wish you the best of luck with uh, and continued success in your chocolate experiments. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Kelly. All right. Thanks for being here. David Dawson is a chemist and lead researcher at CW Analytical Laboratories in Oakland, California, where they're testing not only marijuana and chocolate uh, and its uh, strength and the efficacy of actually um, what they're labeling the THC level at, but also toothpicks, marijuana toothpicks. Now, that's something I never thought of.